0: All right, ambush, and today we are joined by alternative rock duo, Mountain Head. and the best way to describe Mountain Head is to say that brothers Kyle and Ben Hanna, they're walking through a swamp, they found themselves at the foot of a mountain, and the brave souls, the courageous souls that they are, they decided to trek upon this mountain to see what secrets awaited them, and there they found a shaman, and this shaman gave them the secrets of rock and roll and told them that the only way to hold on to your head is to lose it. And we're diving behind this journey here today with my good friends Kyle and Ben Hanna of Mountainhead as we describe their new EP of Backseat. How's it going today, boys?
1: Hey. Oh, man,
2: what an intro. I love it. That was great. That had me on the edge of my me seat. Me too. I was getting pumped for ourselves here. Oh, <laughs> man,
0: when I was reading your bio, I was like, oh, I have to use part of this, like, half of it
2: that's amazing it is is a true story yeah everyone's like come on what's that about it's like that
0: just happened that's what happened (laughs) came back down that mountain we suddenly had black hats and everything (laughs) oh man should have been there it was a
2: great shop up on the mountain you know it was
0: (laughs) shaman giving you secrets and selling you hats all right (laughs) yeah Exactly. Way to go. Way to go. And of course, like I mentioned, we're here today to describe to dive behind a new 20, 20- 2022 blah, uh, EP back seat. So, of course, to kick it all off, I need to know exactly when did the journey of backseat begin?
1: Good call. When did it begin? I Probably. suppose the 20- COVID 2020. Yeah, yeah the, COVID the top scene. of the, uh, of course, the big right? C. Um, what else are we going to do? Yeah, when all of our touring got canceled, we we had a bunch of music kind of going already. But when things get busy live, the recordings kind of take a backseat. Ha ha. And <laughs> and, uh, and likewise, when we start recording. You kind of fall a gigging practice. But uh, when all the gigs got canceled, we were like, "Well, should we watch paint dry, or should we record some?" Yeah, tunes? should we finish these songs? And
2: uh, it's a close race. Yeah, it was close race. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh fantastic so from what i can see you guys did a little bit of a co-producing on this album as well it looks like you're in a little bit of a studio space here so what was the uh recording process like i'm guessing that made it a little bit uh easier being able to do everything from home
1: yeah for exactly, sure exactly we are in the studio that it was recorded in for the most part we did record dedicated on in a boathouse but uh the co- co-producing was great. I mean, we work with Darcy Ait's every time we record and he's just Darcy, he's basically just an ear in, a, in the room. He doesn't, you know, he'll help us arrange certain parts, but he's basically just like, this is good. This is good. That's shit. That's dog shit. No. Um, okay. <laughs> so that's, that's what he does. And then with the actual track backseat, David Peyote just did some really cool arrangement moves and, and added some things. So uh, he ended up getting co producer or co-producing on that track. But mostly, and we had Datsun in, too, actually doing the drums, who's also is, a rock awesome. producer. Check him out. But uh, he's a big hip-hop guy. Probably the most insane person you ever see if you watch him play the pads because it's yeah, Just it's to insane. watch him, it
2: just doesn't make sense what he's doing with his fingers. But,
1: but yeah, that, it, was a great, it was a great experience. And it was kind of in the midst of all that stuff happening and everything getting halted. So it was cool to still get together with some artists and, uh, and make some music happen.
0: Mm hmm. Absolutely. And it sounds like you guys brought in quite a few uh, different sets of refined ears, a couple different energies, as you mentioned, uh, sort of a hip hop drummer there. Right. A couple different producers. So definitely uh, you guys blend a lot of sounds. So definitely uh, helping leaning into that fact for sure.
1: Yeah, it was it was cool because, I mean, the first record or the first record, the first set of singles, we recorded it as a record. So I refer to it as that was all. Like we had, uh, Ian McKay and Danny Nash playing drums. Like, I guess you call those acoustic drums these days. Old school drums, uh, hey, old school drums, real people doing it. And we, we kind of mixed in, in the song gaslight and say no more. We kind of mixed in some electronic kits. So that kind of gave us the idea to bring in Datsun. Cause like Kyle and I, like Kyle plays bass. I play guitar. We just, we can play drums like dog shit, but not anything. We you can want play drums. Right? Yeah. We can play drums. All right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. not the way the pros can. So, uh, you know, you gotta get the pro drummers. And yeah, we're just like, we make rock music, but we are treating everything in such a different way that it's gotten pretty dancey and pretty, uh, interesting. Cause we get called synth rock a lot, but we don't have any synths. <laughs> no no synths. We're just like fuzzing out don't the guitars and fuzzing out the bass a lot. So it's a lot because we just like, aren't too like rigid about ideas. It's allowed us to collaborate more openly and, and cross genre. Because we're just looking to make new sounds. We're not really trying to uphold anything from the past or try to hold up any traditions. We're trying to make our own. Figure
2: out right now what's going on. (laughs) We don't know what the hell's going on. We're just the antenna to pick up the message, really. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And how
0: does music progress, right? Because if you continue to do the same thing over and over and over again.
2: Exactly. Yeah, here we are. Doing the twist one more time, folks.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean it's a great song but like it's it's already been released. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that that's kind of the thing we said with the sh- the shamanic experience and with Darcy because we had come back from a tour in another band and that band was like heavily psychedelic 60s like kind of Allman Brothers, Grateful Daddy, and that was all the music we were listening to and finally we started looking through the windshield of the car and not in the rear view as we were driving you know to to create something new because I find a lot of a lot of artists and just humanity as a whole currently is too scared to move forward. So you just stare in the rearview mirror and talk about all this stuff that's happened. But it's like you're saying, you got to create the future. Like the, the, the future is created in the present. So if,
2: if you're thinking about the past and the present, then the future
1: is not going to get created. <laughs>
2: just keeps mm-hmm. looping back around to the past. Like you were saying, like we're listening to the twist again.
1: Absolutely. It's
0: good to take influence, but things have to grow, right? Like, yeah. You, want, you need to water the plant exactly yeah. you
1: exactly. don't just yeah you don't just keep it as a seedling just stay there
0: please. <laughs> i like you i mean like it's like most parents say i wish the kid could stay little forever but it's not gonna happen man like you yeah, gotta you gotta continue to grow let's go
2: <laughs> there's no choice really that's the other thing like it's mm-hmm. it's an inevitable happen. process yeah it's like a, i don't so know just holding somewhere it but,
1: seems yeah. it seems in some way at least i don't i haven't seen or heard anything like this but all over social media in the news it's like this uh, ant trying to hold back a tidal wave. Like you can't again. You can't stop the inevitable process of life, no matter how much you want to. Like we're not. We're not capable. We're not capable to stop nature. And uh, it seems like that seems to be surf the tidal wave. Seems today. to be uh, yeah. certain certain people's aims. Instead of ga- grabbing a surfboard and hanging ten, they're <laughs> trying to stop it.
0: Sandbags, sandbags. Come on, come on. How much time do we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, just go with the flow, man. Just go. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
2: For sure. I
0: love it. So, of course, this EP in its entirety has been out for just over a month now here, about a month and a half. So what exactly has the reception been like so far to uh, Backseat?
1: It's been pretty great because, I mean, we uh, we released Let It Out last summer in May and uh, that went to number 28 in Canada. Uh, on radio. And that was our first radio. That go. was our first radio go. And just to ch- our first single to radio for it to chart was uh, pretty cool. And like to hit the charts, like the first time we appeared on the charts, we were between uh, the Foo Fighters and Tragically Hip, which are, you know, the Tragically Hip, le- like just legendary. Uh, Not legendary. Bad at group. All. no. <laughs> so that Screenshot. and we had shot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. We did. And uh, we had released Shade prior to as just kind of a primer. But once the EP came out, like back seats out at radio now, it's uh, getting spun by Indie eighty eight and a few other stations. It's just starting. Second
2: one on the radio, Not just start,
1: yeah, just starting to ruminate around. Spotify got heavily on board. You know, they playlisted us quite a bit, and they uh, made us part of their their radar program for the month. So, you know, they did some social media posts for us and all that stuff. So that was cool. And I mean, as an indie band, it that's all you can really hope for. And we do work hard as our own label, I guess, but. We just kind of try to focus on the music and let things happen because you know it's just small steps to just keep keep the name reappearing you know it takes it takes a sec for for the public and for the industry to to trust the new act and uh, I feel like this EP' has been a, a good bridge um, good bridge, yeah, you know, to give people a good amount of music and to see that it's getting accepted more and more It's an interesting thing it's kind of like at a show, you know, who's going to be the first person to dance because when it's something new, you know, you gotta, it's hard to be the first person to call it cool because there's the fear of other people being like, no, that's Uh, lame.
2: You're lame. Uh,
0: I actually just had that conversation earlier today where it's always the people that are waiting around where it's like, if somebody else decides they want to, you know, dance or mosh or have a good time, then then I'll join in. But exactly. until then, like, oh, my God. And tell the <laughs> yeah. first person, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly, man. That's but as it. soon it's... as he's
1: there, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. And that's I, I suppose that's why, I mean, covers are so so popular with bands, and they always have been, yeah. because it's a, it's a bridge for people to get oh, familiar with you.
2: Safe. Free Bird is safe. I know this one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that did happen with the Wu-Tang thing, when the Wu-Tang reposted uh, yeah. our cover of Shimmy Shimmy. Uh, that was like a... I mean, a really cool thing because the Wu Tang Clan is legendary and we love uh, their music and everything they've done. But it was cool to see people who watched that and then came in and found our music and became fans of our music. And, like, you know, there's fans from when that happened that we still recognize in the social media. Like, they're still around. Like, some of our most engaging fans are from that Wu Tang Bridge. So that was, uh, Pretty awesome a good lesson and too and a good lesson to mean like okay you gotta you gotta give people something familiar to to be able to to like warm up to you because you're hitting them with something that they is completely unknown
2: know. then they, it's just like fear like i don't know about that it's like mm-hmm. it's okay
0: well and sometimes for yourselves too it's okay to step outside of the the comfort box because if it goes wrong okay whatever if it goes great awesome we have new fans yeah exactly exactly. exactly
1: it man yeah and that's the cool thing about an art is like you gotta make it for yourself and then the rest is is just
2: you know the, the cherry on of the boat. Yeah, yeah it's just like it's wow that's awesome can't believe all that feedback from just that
1: yeah and i mean with kyle and i as brothers it's kind of funny now that we're doing music and we've been doing it for so long but i find like when we're interacting and doing it we're still doing things that we did when we were little kids like just trying to make each other laugh or like this like kind of inside joke we have going on and we've had going on the whole time of just keeping ourselves supremely entertained while doing it. And then, you know, from there, it seems to yield better results if we're entertained and we're not trying to make a song or trying to make a hit or trying to record something. It's like all stemming from like, this is a fun thing to do. you just playing, playing music. We're not yeah, working music. That's a, it's, yeah. It's all in the language. You play music
0: because mm-hmm. there's a point as like you make the decision to pursue this naturally because it's a fun thing to you and you can't lose <laughs> yeah. that aspect of the art yeah. right exactly
1: that's exactly it and I've, i definitely have before i definitely get like caught up in like industry shit or just like you know again because we're, we're technically operating our own label like some of that stuff can just be draining so i more and more over time and especially as we've had a, a bigger team assimilate around us I'm starting to just detach from that because my strengths, it's not what the matter. majority. Yeah, yeah. It's not what matters and the majority of my strengths lie in, in creation. So letting other people do those things that are more, uh, left-brained, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it to be happening. Mm-hmm. And then
0: you got to focus on the art, which is the important part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. with uh, yeah. with all the fun's at. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: exactly. The numbers are never fun. No. <laughs>
0: Never, but what I believe looked like a whole lot of fun is you guys recently released a uh, music video for one of the tracks off of this oh, yeah. EP. Just uh, very psychedelic, maybe a little creepy, depending on uh, what your opinion <laughs> yeah. of it is. But either way, this is an incredible music video. Take us behind the shoot.
2: Hey, thanks, man. Oh. Well, it was directed by Wildcat Cameron Noble. Yeah, this is probably why these themes are in here. Yeah, and it was it was a very cold shoot because
1: come snow or extreme heat we're dressed in how you see us now so most of the time in the summer you you're playing a show and you're sweating and you're like Fuck it. it's whatever it's fine but this time it was about minus 15 <laughs> and we had cold. we had uh, we had jackets and gloves for when we weren't shooting but for the times where you're doing the shots you're just like all right, ten deep breaths and let's go. And, uh, and Cam's like,
2: "No, you can't be shaking. You can't."
1: You got he's to like, "You're you're looking, yeah." He's like, "You're like, oh. looking, you're looking cold." I'm like, "I, I can't <laughs> help that my skin is starting to turn blue, man. Like, I'm trying to push as much blood through this thing, but it was a lot of fun. You know, we had snowmobiles and we were in like an abandoned hunting camp, and we're just in the middle of nowhere, really. Like, there's no one around. Yeah, and we just kind of had at it. I mean, the uh, and and like we had. It's like the first time we've ever done like video effects and stuff like that, where there was like, uh, you know, you know, we've had like effects in the videos, but never like this like weird, crazy, creepy eye. And obviously that's that's Cam's eye. We got to learn
2: uh, how expensive video is too. It's like for that eye, for three seconds in the video, are you guys kidding? That's how much you want? Okay. Wild. Like What? Like that's
1: how much it costs to make an EP. (laughs) (laughs) That we
0: produced ourselves. Oh, my yeah, God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it was awesome. Yeah. There, I mean, Ontario Camera as well yeah. hooked us up with tons of great gear. So we were yeah. shooting on like an Ari Alexa, which is, oh, yeah, all the you know, shit. Scorsese shoots. Or on I'm those. told. I'm told. It's yeah. Nice
2: shit looks good, though.
1: Yeah. And if you Google it, the price tag will make you believe it's mm. the nicest shit. But yeah, it was awesome. I mean, we were kind of, we had a loose plan. Cam had some ideas of like, he wanted to make this kind of like, you know, whatever, like thriller, psychedelic kind of weird ass video and kept getting us to roll our eyes back in our heads.
2: And, uh, sometimes he gets us to do the stupidest shit. Like are you guys going to have to shoot firecrackers at each other. It's like, are you sure is this safe? He's like, just do it.
1: <laughs> this always happens with photographers and I videographers. They're the that. biggest, biggest badasses. Cause they're always breaking the rules to get the good shot and to get the, the good art. So whenever you're with, whenever we're with them, I find we just say yes. And, uh,
2: Sometimes it gets us in trouble
1: though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that specific video was a lot of fun. And it was it had its challenges like all videos do, but yeah. A blast all in all. And we we're pretty happy with how it turned out. And it was fitting with the song because the song's a little more eerie. It's probably the, the creepiest song on the the EP. And so, you know, a nice weird visual for it. And shout out to everyone that was involved. Yeah. It was awesome.
0: Uh, fantastic video. If you have not checked it out, definitely uh, go out and do so. Uh, one amazing thing that you guys have been doing the past couple of years here is you've been running a, uh, a boat in charity concert. Oh yeah. yeah. You guys, I know you did one last September. You released some footage of you did one the year before. So one thing I want to know is what is it like to put that on and B,
1: are we going to get another one? Nice. For sure, for sure, there's another one coming.
2: 100%, another one coming.
1: And to Fair run up. to run, it's it's been pretty <laughs> cool, man, because like, it was just kind of an idea we had at one point, and you know, because at our family cottage we have a boathouse, but it's a bar, like it's a hang space. You can't put a boat in there,
2: but you can put a lot of people in there and they can party.
1: Yeah, and you know, again, COVID had hit, and we had been recording in the boathouse, and we kind of just were like, we could, we could put a, a show on here, and so the first year we just kind of you know we put out a message on the facebook group that we we're going to do it we linked up with the local food bank so we could get them food and some money and we really didn't have many expectations so we just like brought up some pieces from our studio brought up a pa and used our recording equipment as the uh, soundboard so we recorded it and piped it out the pa at the same time and just the first the first year like the people that showed up was Pretty insane, like you know, a few hundred people because if uh, you know if there's a hundred boats there and there's like two to four or five or six people on a boat, like it was pretty busy. So that obviously got us pretty jacked up. And then last year's was even bigger. But last year we got, you know, sponsored
2: now with people around town. We got
1: yeah, breweries getting involved, yeah. uh, cannabis dispensaries getting involved and not giving any weed because they can't, but you know, they're supporting they give us weed though. Right? Yeah, okay. they nice. support they the <laughs> Help that creative nerves, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's turned into this really beautiful thing, and a thing that like that cottage community. You know, there are people expect people it. are already yeah. asking like, when when's Mountainhead doing the show this year? And again, it's it's pretty cool to put it on ourselves, and like it's a pretty unique experience because I mean, I've never I've never experienced anything like that, and like especially this year when we were walking down, we pulled up the door, and there was just so many boats and like a swimming mosh pit. Like, yeah. So just, it was just, just wild stuff like just cool cool things happening that you've never seen before and we've never seen before so we get to experience it while the show's happening and you know hopefully this year we're going to expand it a little bit we'd like to get a sound guy because it's not, really hard doing all
2: this shit ourselves like we yeah. forgot to record half the set one time yeah the like, first well, year we got, we got to do too much shit but you know. yeah the
1: first year we, we didn't record the first half of the set yeah I think we were playing Soul Stain and right when it finished, I was like, we haven't recorded any of this. Well, luckily you had that thought, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, been gone. <laughs> but it is, it's one of those things because like playing a show, you know, when we have everyone doing, doing their thing and working with us, it's got its own things you got to concentrate on, on its own. So like that one, when you're like, you're doing that, you've got to perform, you've got to be live sound, you've got to be the recordist. There's a couple of things like... You're making
2: pizzas afterwards. Yeah, you're making
1: pizza, <laughs> some fine, fine pizza for the people afterwards. And there's, you know, there's a film crew there. Like, it, it becomes... It becomes pretty cumbersome, but always worth it, especially this year. Like, we, we got people to come and like got yeah, people to come
2: and help us, like to just help us naturally because yeah. they're like, "That's cool. Can we help next year?" It's like, sure.
1: And it, it's cool just as it scales, you know. Because this year we made a few a few grand for the the food bank, and like so we we had like a pickup truck, more than a pickup truck full of food. So you know, and especially in those areas like Cottage Country, when it's not prime time, it can get pretty desolate and for the locals, and there's not much industry to sustain when it isn't the vacation time. So. You know, to be able to pump those places full of food and some money, it's uh, cool because we have yeah. so much time and so much fun or not so much time, so much fun back there in the summer months and the winter months, like to not give back to that community seems silly because it gives so much. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Like you said, you guys even recorded a track out there. It's, it's yeah. like right. a second home to you guys. Exactly. Yeah, for sure hey hey giving back to the community doing some good <laughs> while creating some good music at the same time oh all yeah boys win win all right so we have been diving behind of course the creation process and the release of this debut ep back a seat what i would like to know now for my last question is is Ooh. through this through this exact process how has this time helped each of you to grow as people? Or what has it taught you about yourselves?
1: Oh, we're always down in the depths, pulling up the roots of all sorts of things that have gone through the genetic code for oh eons. God. So backseat was a good one. <laughs> I mean, COVID alone was just a good thing to, to become more grounded and quit looking again. Just, just be here with the moment and don't look forward don't look backwards because I mean, if I look forward at the time, we had so many plans. We had so many dates. We had so many right. things staked in. There was so much moving and going on. We just signed management in LA. We had just gotten agents. We had just done all this stuff and it was building, building, building and it all got wiped away in, in an instant. And I mean, cause Kyle and I have been practicing this for a long time. It wasn't really a big deal. We were just like, whatever, like we'll just, Can we'll I just adapt and we'll adapt figure and, it out. Like, like always. So, so just, it was just a more obvious tell from nature to, to remember you're not in control and you can do, you can do certain things. You can control certain aspects about life, but you got to remember to be here now and just be cool with what's happening now and not trying to, you know, dress the future in some golden light or dress the past in some golden light, like just be here and realize you're in the golden year always, yeah. you know? And, and just to keep pursuing what you're doing, you know, there's, there's been a lot of times where, There's been crossroads, but sticking to who we are and sticking to what we wanted to do has paid off. And I mean, in all, in all aspects of what that term means by sticking to yourself and to your own guns, you know, like, yeah, don't let, don't let some other thing tell you who you are or, or steal your head as we say.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you can lose it, but you got to keep on to your own head. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, man. The original a b e o self and that'll shine through it'll That's it. do, every right? time yeah.
2: everything else is taken it's it's it sounds easy, but it's the it's, most scarce product work. on the planet yeah
0: ah uh, yeah, absolutely, all right, boys. If anybody wants to find out a little bit more about Mountain Head, how did they do exactly that?
2: Holy shit maybe just anywhere you can search it, yeah, just Instagram, just type in Mountainhead
1: off. on Google and we'll YouTube, pop up, but definitely, yeah at Mountainhead on Instagram, at Mountainhead Music on TikTok. We're doing all sorts of silly things. Dumb shit. Bro. Yeah, just, just making content fun. and having fun because uh, <laughs> that's that. And, you know, we got tons of more music coming. We got Hell plenty yeah. of music to listen to. Yeah, yeah. You know, so Mountainhead on YouTube, Mountainhead on Instagram, Mountainhead on Facebook, Mountainhead, Mountainhead, mountain, mountain, Mount, Mounthead, Mountainhead, Mountainhead,
0: Mountainhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll put links in the description down below as well. Make it nice and easier for the audience. Ben, Kyle, I have had a fantastic time. Hey man, like Thank Colton, thanks, dude. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for taking us behind this new album. I hope you have yourselves an amazing rest of your days. Hey, hey man, you, too, you dude. too.
2: That was a blast. Fucking right.
0: Oh my goodness, ambush! Oh, what a journey it has been through the swamp and up the mountain with Ben and Kyle of a Mountainhead here today. And you can go ahead and find Mountainhead's debut EP, Back Seat, in all of its six-track glory, right now on your favorite music streaming service. You can also go ahead and follow the duo on your favorite social media, because you know there is all sorts of amazing, incredible things coming your way from a Mountainhead, and you do not want to miss out on it. I have to go ahead and thank Kyle and Ben one last time for joining us here today. I have to thank the audio wizard known as German from YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. I need to thank you, the Ampush, for tuning on in. If you've yet to join up with the Am, what are you waiting for? It's as easy as subscribing to the pod. You can also help us by sharing today's interview, giving us a five-star review, By heading to our web store, which is www.deserttiger.shop to copy yourself something to represent this show everywhere you go. And now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out from that mountaintop. Let them know just how wondrous, powerful, and beautiful you and your roar are because you are all of these things and so much more. Until next time, I am Voish. Bye The Desert Tiger Podcast.